Okay. I just went back live again. May just leave this as the beginning of the thing since the last one was a train wreck. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like I said last time, I thanked Motion Pro and they have tools and parts and um, emoticons. Nate, do you have emoticons for bike emojis for your iPhone? Emoticons? Uh, emoticons. No, I don't. Do you have an iPhone? I do. I do. Yeah. Uh oh. He's got the sound up. <laughs> you got two things running, Nick? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I had you and I lost you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I made a emoji for your phone where you can send people like a loop out Larry figure and there's a like a throttle <laughs> hand holding a throttle pinned and stuff. Oh nice. Um, there's a guy going over the bars, so. Or tell me how to get him, so I can get him. You gotta go. Well, I'll get you a um, code for it, but it's in the i in the um, app store, just right on okay. iTunes or whatever. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, we're here with uh, and also uh, sorry, Stroker Industries. They make the trigger. It's a self venting uh, push button, like nozzle to screw onto your race jug so you don't spill it all over your new graphics. Oh, gotcha. I spilled gasoline on a brand new pair of shoes about two weeks ago doing that same thing. Same? What did it do? <laughs> it flung out of the out of the tank? No, I just I filled the tank my jug up all the way, you know, so when I tipped <laughs> it, it just started oozing. Got all over my... They were vented too, so socks were soaked. It was a bad deal. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <clears throat> Um, yeah, so if anybody, uh, like I said, if nobody, if somebody doesn't is watching this and doesn't know who Nate is, then you found the wrong podcast somehow <laughs> because this isn't yours. So, um, is video also on the podcast or are we just do an audio podcast, but well, so right now it's live on YouTube and uh -huh. then it'll be left up on YouTube. And then I do also just an audio version on, um, like iTunes and podcaster and stuff like that nice so we're live right now we're live right now on the interwebs yeah that's actually i watched um uh monster energy cup and uh on i tried to watch it on the website their actual website and it won't work and then eventually i found it on youtube and i watched it live on youtube and it was way better the other one, yeah, from their own site, kept like reloading on me, and YouTube was fine. Hmm. <clears throat> I didn't get to see uh, the best whip or any of that. No, I watched Straight Rhythm. That's what it was. Red Bull TV kept locking up on me. I didn't get to see any of Monster Energy Cup. Cause, oh, no. No. I heard it. I'll do that on Straight Rhythm because so many people are watching it. I'm assuming it just keeps yeah. locking up. But, but no, actually, yeah. You know, went and rode. Best Whip and also just the Monster demos throughout the day at Monster Energy Cup. And then me and Bilko actually watched the first two mains. And we wanted to leave that night and, you know, beat traffic and all that stuff. So we wanted to stay for the third room, but we were torn. And we, we hit the road and just followed the third main on Twitter. But it's good stuff, dude. Gnarly track. Really fast and really tech. Yeah. It's gnarly. Yeah, I heard they were um, – there was one – section where they come hauling ass in and then there was like some kind of rhythm section after like yeah super fast straight away 
yeah, it was, um, you know, they have the, always kind of have a straight in and out of the stadium. Well, they went out of the stadium on the east side this year, did a couple sections, came back in. It was basically a 90-degree corner and then two kind of like rolling singles they would just scrub and pretty much scrub the second one, land, and kind of chop the throttle, and then bop, and they'd triple into a rhythm section. Uh-huh. And actually at the second triple, that was really gnarly, and the in-between of the first and second, you know? But it, it was a triple, but it was more like a quad because what they were tripling onto was, you know, one of the tall singles, like, uh-huh. a, I don't know, like, like eight or nine feet, you know, a tall one. Right. And it was firm for the first corner. Okay. So, you know, the first turn went through there, so it was a triple. There was only three singles, but it was it was like the distance of a quad, and it was just they had to be so perfect, and they were coming in with so much speed off those that straightaway with just two rollers in it, and it just looked like no room for error. Like probably fun to ride, but not fun to race, you know. And we got those through Monster. We got those tickets to stand on that that stand like in between, you know, the uh-huh. exit entrance of the track to the stadium. And so we were standing right there, looking over the railing to the entrance of that rhythm. Right, Tomat crashed right in front of us. Tyga went down. Bogle, I can't remember who he clipped the back of, but it was just oh. that was a race. I was like, oh my gosh, this section is insane right yeah. now. So it it was. I mean, it was claiming guys. It was crazy. It was all in that same little area there. That was yeah. That was all from the corner to before and to the landing of that second triple. That was a quad essentially. That was all from right there. It was it was crazy. It was that fast and tech. Damn. Sounds gnarly. So anyway, this is I didn't ever <laughs> introduce you guys. <laughs> this is uh, Turbo Nuts or Nick. So uh, I always have him on the. Uh, he's my co-host on the podcast here. Cool. What up? It's Nick. Do you go Nick or Turbo Turbo Nuts? <laughs> I don't care. Just <laughs> Nick. Something. We're not on the internet. We don't need to hide out. Nice. <laughs> <clears throat> You're drinking so, beer, Nate? Uh, dude, I uh, I don't have. I messed up. I came in the office with no beverage at all. Uh, I'm this screwed. <laughs> yeah, dehydrated. Yeah, just we just had dinner and I uh, got the boys fed and I think my wife's gonna have to put them down alone tonight. So uh-huh. they you got you got twins, right? Twinsies, yes sir. Identical boys. How is that? It's awesome. First six months yeah. is a blur, but <laughs> awesome. you're like a zombie. Yeah, yeah. I know it's it. They're uh, becoming little boys now. They were a year and a half. Turned a year and a half a week ago. I actually just got them like a big jungle gym today. And put it all together, and right after dinner we let them out for the first time, and they're climbing all over it and going down the slides. It's a lot of fun. They're starting to talk a little bit, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> nice. That's crazy. Two. Yeah. two and two boys, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be just maniacs. That's yeah. how it always is. Me and my dad were just talking like a week ago. Like, what would it be like to just wake up and get fed and changed and play all day with your best butt? Just <laughs> all day, every day, just palling around. So, I hope they're friends for life. So I hear that happens with a lot of twins. So. They got a Hopefully. bond. What's that? They got a bond. Yeah, they do. It's yeah, it's, it's very true. They got a bond. So are you? You're gonna have to take them down to the Action Village here uh, in a couple of years. Yeah. To Javier's house. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not set up. Their skills aren't fine-tuned enough for that joint yet. They got no, a little bit to go. 
Right, just years. start like their Strider bikes. Yeah. Very noble. Uh, right after the boys were born, sent me two two Strider bikes from his sponsor. I can't. I can't. My gosh, I feel horrible. I think they're just called Striders, aren't they? Yeah, but there's a brand, and it's Barry Noble's sponsor. I can't draw a blank. Kind of just didn't even say a word. Just sent them to us, and I put them together, you know. And they really haven't had interest in them up till like a couple of weeks ago. Now they're starting to walk around with them and stuff. So. Nice. That's huge, dude. I got both my kids striders, and it's like they just take off instantly. No training wheels. You just once you give them the next bike, you just make them ride that, and then that's what I heard. They figure it out. You got boys or girls? Mm-hmm. Or one about? I got a, a daughter and a son. Nice. Very cool. You stopping with two? We're done. I don't know. That's what everybody asks. I'll just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Well, yeah, two at the same time. That's like uh, you're all in right off the bat. Yeah. Well, and twins run in my family, and they don't in her family. But how it happened, identical twins, it has to be the female's genes is how it was explained to me. So it's basically her egg fertilized and then split. Right. And so it's in both our genes, so we're like, not four. Oh man, you're, you're out yeah. of four to two. That's rough. <laughs> That'd be rough. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. So kids are fun. It get more fun. It gets crazier. Yeah, that's what I've heard. You don't have kids, do you, Clint? No. 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 Nope. I've avoided that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's fun once you make the decision to go for it. It's pretty fun. It's exciting yeah. for sure. I'll take your guys' words for it. That's what everybody yeah. says. Like, you need one of these. <laughs> I'm saying that. I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah, no one's saying that. It just comes up every time, I think, or almost every time. Oh, does it? I'm sorry. Dude. No, no, it's not. Nah, no. <laughs> um, Kids show up when they want to show up. Little freeloaders. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, I know. It's been a year and a half, guys. How about some rent? Yeah, do something. Jeez. Well, he's got him on the strider bikes. He's gonna have him in the circus in no time. Yeah, Next Javier. Javier already put his son to work. Did he? Oh yeah, he did his first show. He was jumping some, some like they had a big roll in on his BMX bike and stuff. Oh, dude, that was a, that was a big setup he was hitting. I saw that. Yeah. Well. I mean, the the little that you've dealt with Javier, you got to realize how he probably is with him. He's just like, do it or don't. You know, like, yeah, well, yeah. you're here now. <laughs> you Might as well be now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you had a kid, if you had a son or a daughter, I guess, would you want him or her to ride freestyle? Like, um, pursue it as a career? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, right. That's, you know, that's the funny thing, though, because that's what Javier always said. He's like, ah, I don't think I want him to ride. And now, look, he's got a friggin' jungle gym set up in the back for scooters, you know, and bicycles. <laughs> so. Homemade jungle gym for scooters. Yeah. Places right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how are you going to, like, the thing is, you can want whatever you want, but I guess if they're going to, if they're determined, yeah. was there any stopping you, Nate? I know there was no fucking stopping yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, there was no stuff. I mean, there's nothing I wanted to, other to, to do than dirt bikes. That was it. Like, I didn't want to play baseball. I didn't want to 
which probably should have probably proceeded. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, <laughs> now hindsight, but, I'm like, there's uh, way better no, there stuff I could have chosen. Even if my parents would have been like, ah, oh, well, you know, when you like, can buy your own bike when you're 15 or 16 at work, and like, I still would have not ridden until then, but I would have had a bike and still pursued yeah. it, you know? So, but if my boys are drawn to it, I mean, there's a huge part of me that'll be super stoked, and I'll be all in for them like the whole time, but I just know what they're what their future Signing is going to be. For. Yeah, yeah, I know what they got coming a little bit. So, but if they don't, if they just want to like ride for fun and then they kind of just do it leisurely, I'm totally cool with that too. Like either way is all good with me. Yeah, that's how you got to be. Once you get too moto dad, you know, you mm-hmm. just uh, burn them out, and then by the time I said, there's only a couple reasons that you get out of motocross or dirt bikes in general: yeah. money, injuries. Pussy, drugs, Moto Dad. <laughs> That's it. Those are the five. only reasons you would ever stop riding dirt bikes. But it could be because, like, a lot of time the injuries and and you know you said pussy, but that's like I, I consider that's like that's like partying, booze, like getting off track, right? Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So like that can kind of be rolled into one, but I'm not I'm not going to split hairs, you know, because a lot of people get hurt. And that kind of starts to spiral down. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Get hurt, get hooked on drug on the pills, yeah. and then that's the end that, of it. Have free, they have free time to, you know, they're not focused. They're just not doing it every day, and it's slippery slope, man. So you start drinking, or yeah, I've just seen it happen in a bunch of different fashions. But yeah, it's you know, here's the thing but, though: yeah, the moto dab thing is a big one. I've seen. Or not seen, but you just hear like so many names that you thought were gonna like light the world on fire, but then they just when they when they're old enough to you know be an adult, the kid just wants to nothing more than to get away, you know. Because he's already been since he was ten, just every day, all the time doing this shit, you know. Like so, by the time he reaches a age like you said, where he has his own decision, he's like, I'm over this shit. Something else sounds better. Yeah. 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 Well, and not even that something else sounds better. They're just so deep into it that they're just over it, you know. Yeah. You burnt out on it totally and don't even care anymore. It's it's pretty shitty, you know. I mean, it's whatever, I guess, but it's, you know, I've had conversations with people about, you know, talent talent and this and that, and I'm like, there are so many people around the world that are so talented on dirt bikes that we never hear of because of those five factors or whatever you <laughs> want to call it, you know, and just never make it anywhere. There, you, you've you ridden with them, I've ridden with them, Nick's ridden with them, and you're just like, whoa, that dude is gnarly, but yeah. doesn't oh, put it together. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Even like all the people I grew up, the little I did race, but, you know, we went to practice days a lot, so I just didn't race a lot growing up, uh-huh. and uh, now my dad, I get it's expensive, man, but all the kids that you thought would, they're, like, definitely gonna, you know, do something at World Mini this year, or definitely go pro, and, you know, at least, like, may, be a main event guy or something, and it's, it's one of those five things, it's crazy, in Moto Dad, well, and I guess I a couple it, kids right now, from my it, childhood that I remember, because their dads were, dude, I remember a kid getting yelled at i remember his i don't even want to say his name and everything but his dad was laying into him after a race and we loaded up and i can't remember what i did not not well (laughs) i don't remember having a trophy when my dad said this to me but my dad like turned around in the van and like pointed at me and my brother and he's like i will never ever do that to you guys 
I don't care <laughs> if you didn't try. Like I will never just scream in your face, you know, like screaming in like a thirteen-year-old boy's yeah. face, throwing wrenches, just making a scene. It was crazy. And so that, you know, my dad's like, I'll never do that. Your dad's pretty I, rad, dude. So it, it was good to hear that. <laughs> your dad's pretty awesome. Thanks, man. The times that dad. I've been around him, he's always been super. He doesn't know. Who, <clears throat> now, of course, I know him a little bit, but like he didn't know who I was when I very first ran into him, you know, like way, way, way back in the day. And he was just cool. So that's always yeah. good. That's cool, man. Thanks for saying that. <clears throat> a lot of people, uh, I'll even show up still to this day, I'll show up to sign ups and it'll be like, you know, like Jane Dolum or, or Angela, you know, some one of the Rebel X Fighters girls that was there forever and with, yeah. you know, Alex before that. Um, I got a red button. Oh, oh, Will at Enzo Racing. Sorry, bud. Got a red button. <laughs> I'll fight Will. But, uh, um, I completely lost train of thought. Sorry. Uh, going to sign up at X Fighters. Going to sign up at X Fighters <laughs> and they're talking about your dad. Yeah, the girls will just be like, oh, is your dad here? I'm like, oh, no, he's at home, you know? I'm like, I'm 33 now. I don't need yeah. my dad. They're like, oh, oh they're all awesome. I'm like, Paul Tabley will be like, is your dad here? You know, it's so funny. So, cool though. My dad's a man. Yeah. Awesome. He had a heart attack like three weeks ago. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, was, he was riding. Yeah. He was on a trip with his buddies, and then he drove home, and then called my brother, told him what happened, and then... uh my brother's a fireman and an EMT, so my brother just came over and told him to get in the truck and took him to the hospital. He had to have just one stint put in, but that was it. So he's good now. The doctor cleared him to ride and all that. But that while he was riding? No. Well, kind of actually on the way back to the truck, he just like started feeling really weak, he said, and his like vision went white. And then uh, by the time he got like got to the truck, he he just had to chill out for like a couple hours, he said, because he couldn't Damn. see very well. Uh, yeah. So. Wow. Scary. He's doing really good. So. That's good. He seems like he's in uh, real good shape. He is for for um, for yeah. guy's age. He's still yeah, active yeah. and stuff. But I mean, yeah, both his knees replaced two and a half years ago, so that slowed him down a little bit. But uh, no, he's the man. But he's just a little. I hope the heart attack. I'm. I've been laying into him for years, but he's just old school in certain ways. Got to so be doing something. Drink water a lot or eat <laughs> anything organic. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at all no no effort you know drinks a pot of coffee a day and so anyway I'm trying to get him to switch some stuff up so well and I've had that conversation that the issue with people our parents age is that and I'm pretty sure my parents are a little older but the issue is that the way that they grew up eating is now no longer any good like all the foods that they've always eaten, pasta and blah, 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 at least in this country, has, have become so processed that, you know, Correct. that's yeah. the issue. Not when they're eating, like my dad <clears throat> wants to drink a gallon of chocolate milk a day. Like in his day, there was a <laughs> grew up on a freaking ranch farm in Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> he was getting some chocolate milk, you know what I'm saying? Like that was fun. He said he woke up every morning and drank a quart of chocolate milk, first thing. <laughs> <laughs> And now that's like, wow, incredibly processed, pasteurized, you know, whatever, pesticides and yeah. antibiotic hormones. And it's like, that's bad for you. But yeah, to my dad, like, how is the, you know, water out of the tap bad for you? And now he gets it. There's chlorine in it. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Yeah. What do they, they give you a tea? Chloride. 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 And he gets it. And he's 
starting to research it. Like, this stuff's killing us, Nate. I'm like, yeah, I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's an epidemic. It's an epidemic. I'm not lying to you. Are we going to go anyway. down this rabbit hole, Nick? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. Dude, I can't the same stuff. I just, like, and then he goes off. <laughs> like, my dad, I'm like, dude, just like, drink a glass of water in the morning before you start into the coffee. Just get a glass of water yeah. in. Like, that's the change I'm trying to make. You know, just instead of just straight to coffee and then we go through <laughs> for a ride and he has, you know, a Gatorade and then, you know, get back to the truck and he finishes his coffee. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, <it's water. laughs> so, anyway. Well, like, does, he, does he think that they're trying to um, sedate us with the, uh, with the fluoride yet? It's a data. No, I, I you don't know that. about that. The, <laughs> that healthy substance you put. That Hitler out. Hitler gave everybody a fluorided water before he started the takeover, like to sedate everybody so they'd go along with his plans. I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It makes you like docile. I got my dad on the whole fluoride kick, and now he's like got the filter, and he tells everybody you can't drink that shit, like. Because he, he takes it as like a personal attack against like his masculinity or something. Right. So he's like, no way, no fluoride. We're going to get Nate on the conspiracy theory train too. Oh, dude. I love them. <laughs> They're yeah, On tour a few weeks ago, that's probably about a month ago now, maybe more, me and Mace in between a couple shows, Bo Bamberg, it's nice enough he let us stay at his house in between, which right. I, it was like a show in Oregon and another one in Washington, so we stayed at Bo's house in between, but we watched the... Uh, Conspiracy theory documentary called Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. I've heard of it, but I have I've never watched it. But I've heard it. Dude, I watched part of it. Like the have you ever seen Loose Change about the tower, Twin Towers? Have you ever seen? Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, it's you just can't even stop your mind from from thinking of what. Anyway, yeah, it's one of those gnarly ones. That's the thing. (laughs) We don't even. We don't. We're at such a level where that. Let's say. Let's say that that stuff is happening. We would never know. We're at a, such a low level that we would never hear or know anything. There's got to no. I I think there's truth to it. I mean, I think our <clears throat> like when people rag on our government and bag on our country, it really bothers me. It makes me mad. And uh, you know, kneeling for the national anthem and all that, it, it pisses me off. But like, I think that there was some level of involvement from our government, whether that's a few individuals, but I don't think our whole government was involved on September. Right. You know, like, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, it's the government's all in on this. Like, I think there's probably some level of corruption. A few bad eggs ruin the whole batch, you know? Well, how so, about if it was just... some truth to that stuff, but I don't, like, get too heavily Right. Involved. Well, how about if it was just ignoring the, you know what I mean, signs or whatever? Yeah. Because exactly. they had Why to not? have... The war that they knew would be extremely profitable for them. Like, I, yeah, like something like they're that. They're surveilling er- so much stuff. How did they not catch any of this? Come on. It seems a little bit far-fetched yeah. that yeah. nothing got caught. There's, yeah, those documentaries or, you know, the people like Loose Change, that one guy who was being interviewed in the documentary and then ended up being poisoned at his favorite restaurant and dying. Like, this stuff is crazy that yeah. happens and it's not on the news and you don't hear about it. And that guy's testimony was gnarly. Before a plane ever hit a tower, bombs had gone off in the building he was at, and he was helping people to, with the firemen out the window to the ladder truck. And it's just, that stuff's crazy. But so the, here's the issue is that everybody goes, where'd you hear that, though? 
Give me a t give it to me from a credible news source. Yeah, well, the guy's dead. He was well, poisoned. <laughs> what the fuck is a credible <laughs> news source? What's that? Exactly. What's a credible news source? The stuff on TV that's so filtered down and all follows a guideline? Like, I don't know. It's hard. What's credible news? Yeah, I don't even know anymore, right? Crazy. It only took about, like, what? 15 minutes to 20 minutes to get into this? I love yeah. it. Yeah. Have you raced recently or no? Because I know you were doing, didn't you do Supercross for a little bit? Uh, yeah, I did. No, I haven't. I haven't in a while. Um, I was really hoping they were going to have Speed and Style in X Games this year and last year. Um, Dude, that was my favorite, too. Speed and Style. Me too. That's my event, man. I love that one. But um, no, I haven't raced since... 2015, in a couple of years. Wow. Um, and what Do you remember you... coming out to uh, a, that track in Joliet with the Rev? Oh yeah, heck yeah. That was uh, that was me oh, and that kid. Really that was me and that kid on the Suzuki racing, doing that speeding style. Oh yeah. And then I went long and blew my ankle out or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Fucking. That sucked. <laughs> it was fun though because I wanted to do speed style forever, and then the rev held that that deal. Yeah, that was a good time though. It's a fun event. It's a fun one. But yeah, no, I gave up on the Supercross thing in 2010. I tried another one, and then uh, yeah, that was it. What made Just you injuries, time, money? What's that? Just it's it's too many injuries from that type of stuff, or is it just taken yeah. away from making money? First one I tried, I broke and dislocated my wrist just on a stupid accident. And the Supercross is gnarly, man. So, yeah, I did that. I was like, dang it, man. You know, I missed some shows and just another injury on the list, you know. So, next year I gave, a, uh, gave it a shot again in 2010. And then I, I uh, missed Anaheim 1 by a hundredth of a second. I got 41st. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I, did, I actually did qualify in Salt Lake later that year. And I actually pulled off. Um, like three quarters of the way through second practice and didn't ride third practice because I've been having trouble with my bike bogging so bad, my Yamaha 250S. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even ride third practice and I was just trying to get it running and then um, I just happened to, couldn't get my bike running any better. I was so mad, like fuming mad. You know, drove all the way to Salt Lake and spent more money, all that stuff. And then I checked the list and I made it. And I'm all, well. Mm -hmm. And then it started downpouring snow and rain. So I didn't even race, but. It was pretty uneventful, but yeah, I made it. <laughs> I did it, dude. It was sweet. And then I went to try again in 2011. I bought Hondas because I was sick of the Yamaha. And I wasn't sponsored by Yamaha anymore. I'd lost that sponsorship in like 08. So bought Hondas, had, um, um, what was it? Yeah, I had Enzo do my suspension, paid up, uh, paid for really good suspension. And then I paid, uh, who was it? Um, 1110? Mods? Yeah. Uh, Eleven ten. Anyway, yeah, I paid like you know, like got like an eight thousand dollar motor bill and was like really gonna go for it at A one again. And uh, first day riding my like you know like mid mid December, I rode my race bike and uh, was just at the vet track at Paula. And uh, can't remember how I happened, but I got a little squirrely and was riding the edge, and I just clipped an actual hay bale it was mm -hmm. on the side, and it bent my shift lever out. So I'm like. Ah, didn't have another shift lever, so I'm like, oh, day's done. Took my bike up, back up to have the mechanic break it down in, like, the 
shift rod bent and broke a bunch of stuff on the motor. So that mo I couldn't even use that motor at A1. Oh, man. And, yeah, and then I had it actually, I can't remember what actually happened, but I crashed going through a set of whoops and, and uh, dislocated a thumb like next week after on my practice bike. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. I, never, I didn't try in, in 2011. So now Supercross is gnarly, dude. It beats you up. You know, <clears throat> I was thinking, did anybody, like, what was the, the full-time racer's attitude towards you? Do you think anybody was, like, taking you high a little bit during, uh, you know, practice or whatever? Or? I never had any, like, run-ins with <clears throat> other riders in practice or anything. And, and uh, no, I mean, it was pretty uneventful. You know, like, the guys who I'm friends with were, you know, like, way faster than me so i'm not <laughs> I'm not a threat to them you right. know i just wanted to you know i think supercross is rad i always have since i was a kid and originally for the little boy the dream was to be a supercross racer but then i fell in love with freestyle yada yada i just wanted to do it you know i still still have racing in my heart so i wanted to try it and and uh i never got any of that at, at the supercross races but i did race a paris night race once and i got second the first moto and i was pumped at that this local pro race i'm like all right you know of decent and i was lining up for the second moto and i could and the, there was like three dudes right to my left just talking so much crap like <laughs> basically blow me off the track and stuff and i was just like again had a what are you doing moment like i i just rode the first moto i know i've got the pace i'm not trying to win an overall at paris night races so um or star west sorry it was star west and uh so I backed off and just loaded up and went home. So I didn't think it was worth it. Yeah. Getting took out by a local yokel at Star West. Yeah, exactly. So all I wanted was just to see where I was at. Get, go get on the gate with some local pros and see what my speed was like. I'd just been riding supercross practice tracks, you know. And, and uh, But anyway, that was that was pretty much the only case, case of that happening. Yeah, I would go. I had a cut bike still. It was just a full freestyle bike, and I went to some track by my house in Georgia. I was riding, and these kids started jumping this big thing, doing like fender kisses on the, you know, the front fender and shit like that. And uh, <laughs> then I went out and I passed all of them, and then they stopped doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I actually raced this last weekend. Well, like me, huh? <laughs> You didn't go do any tricks over those jumps and show them up. No, I figured nah. I figured it would be more embarrassing if I just lapped them. There you so go. I just went out and passed them. Probably better. Yeah, yeah they were dejected. I actually, have had it feels good to like go out to a supercross track or when I was trying it and have other guys be like, "Oh man, you're riding pretty good" or something. It was cool to hear that, you know. Yeah. And most of the time, I didn't hear anything from anyone, but. But uh, some, it would feel good when that would happen. But one time I was uh, at Michael LaPaglia's track, and uh, I paid paid a little bit to go in, be able to ride it like a couple days a week for you know, like two months, going up to Anaheim one. And the LaPaglias are good people. Mike's cool. But anyway, um, Cole Seeley was out there. Team Honda. It was actually Team Honda's track, but they also let me kind of buy in a little bit. Okay. Anyway, Cole Seeley was out there, and there was a like a 90 degree left and then a main triple straight into a set of whoops. And I was doing laps and like Cole Seeley waved me over and it was pretty cool. I've done this ever since. And I even do this with Mac Max now, but he was like, when you're in the air of a triple, if you have time before a set of whoops, he was like, kind of raise your feet up off the peg and like tilt them out. So the inside of your feet are up against the frame. 
And when you land, it just kind of like mashes your feet, you know, into the teeth of your pegs and really secures yourself huh. to the, the frame and the bike. Yeah. And like, and then squeeze, you know, like normal and go through the whoops. And I did, and it was like a, a world of difference, just huh. how gr- good grip the bike, you know, so that was really cool when guys like Cole Seeley, who didn't have to do that, is out there with the Honda truck and all that, and, you know, pulled me over and be like, yo, try this. Yeah. I'm like, thanks, Cole. Appreciate it, bud. That's the so thing. Now, I do knack I just, with my left foot, I just do that. I'll, going into the corner before, I'll just stand up, tilt my foot in, mash it down, sit down with some weight on it, and then I'm just like really secured to the peg when I do a knack. That's so. such a good tip. Yeah, I never thought like that. Yeah, I've never heard little... that. That's the thing, like, we don't even know. There's so much stuff that they're doing that we didn't even think of. Yeah. You know Dude, what I mean? What I used to do was hook my foot under a shifter, which I do for no handed flips still to this day. But for, for knack What's that? For knack knacks? For no handed flips. Oh. And knack. Well, because if you do it for a knack, then you can't twist that much, right? Because your whole foot's for, against the. For an upside knack, yeah. Right. So I was like, right. I was sick of being like, well, my flip knacks are actually more tweaked out than my upside knacks. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I actually learned that um, I was at Mike Metzger's back in the day, um, riding at his place, and he had a supercross track there. And Eric Sorby was riding the supercross track while I was riding the ramps. And uh, he started doing like big knack knacks off the off the triple, uh-huh. and uh, ended up talking. And he just told me he's like, "Oh yeah, I just when I shift up to jump the triple, he's like, I just leave my toe under the shifter, and I started jumping like that." And then I just started flipping with my foot under the shifter. And then, like, in one day, I learned one-handed flips, no-handed flips, knack flips, can-can flips, just from having that little trick. I didn't like – I tried that once or twice, and I was just nervous I was going to let off it, and it was going to, like, miss the gear or something. Yeah. I guess it would just be in that next gear once you let off of it. Yeah, and there's that in-between, too, when you shift. But I always just, like – I literally had – I made my leg, my left – shin and calf like sore brutally sore from just Pulling jumping that just getting used to riding like that yeah so i would live i was having these pain it would wake me up in the middle of the night and i'd have to i'd be awake for like an hour or two and just have to take ibuprofen my left leg would be like throbbing it's like i had like shin splints or something from just trying to like master riding like that and then i told that to my roommate at the time who ryan morris um who recently retired from Supercross. You know who Ryan Morris yeah. is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would, didn't he just do um, straight rhythm? He did. I didn't see how he did, though, where he finished. I didn't either. Uh, I thought going into it, they said he may have been the dark horse for it, and then I didn't really hear very much. And um, what's-his-name was doing really good, uh, the guy in the Husky. Sipes. Sipes, yeah. <clears throat> Sipes is cool. So what happened? Ryan started hooking his shifter as well? Oh, yeah. So Ryan's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I do that. And I told him that. He's like, I do that going into whoops because he was actually, um, it was kind of around the time 250Fs, all the manufacturers were having their guys ride on Supercross. It wasn't just Yamaha anymore, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, Ryan had <laughs> two-stroke rides, and then I can't remember what else he had but at that time. But they ended up riding Troy, which he had his best years with. It was cool, to, you know. He went to Anaheim one. I can't remember what year, like oh six, seven, something like that. It was a privateer. He just bought Suzuki's and loaded them up in his pickup truck. Went anyway. 
one of the Rebel guys got hurt the first round. So in the second round, Ryan got the Rebel KTM ride, but he had to ride at 125. Okay. KTM was the only one without to get the F. Remember that? And so he would tell me he'd do that uh, on his two-stroke 125 through whoops. He'd shift up, go in, and leave his toe under, and that would just really help him, you know, stay planned with the bike and try to stay on top. So, that's cool gnarly because I always, I mean, and I'm not really that good in whoops, but I. <laughs> Pretty sure you're supposed to try and get as far back as possible. I guess it's, it, you know, just to absorb it. Like on your feet, like closer to your toes, you know, or at least the balls of your feet, just for that yeah. little bit of flex there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would feel a little bit awkward, but, I mean, he, he made it work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, one yeah, time I, mean, I was doing an arena cross and Charlie Bogard was there. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> And he goes, we said, hey, what's the key to the whoops? And he goes, uh, whatever, he's like, turn the corner, click third, hold it wide open, wheelie the tall ones. I was like, thanks. <laughs> was not helpful at all. <laughs> yeah, that, that broke nothing down for me. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so you said you didn't race as a kid? A little bit. I'd say we'd race a couple times a year. But never did any national, amateur nationals or anything. Just local stuff around Phoenix. That's what I... I tried to um, qualify for Loretta's. I missed a moto at my regional. And then that was, I was like right on the cusp anyway. It's not like I was lighting the world on fire. But uh, I missed a moto. And then my parents were like over it basically. They were like... That was... Like I fucking missed, I asked somebody, I said, hey, what moto are they on? And he told me, and he was fucking wrong. He was like, oh, four okay. off. Yeah, so I'm sitting there, and then my I hear them announce my moto, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So then they were just all mad. So, yeah, dang it. That was kind of when I was getting older anyway, so then uh, just once I turned 18, or actually once my friend turned 18, he was a little bit younger than me, we just started going to all the East Coast Nationals, which at the time was like 99, 2000, 2001. There was a ton uh, over here. You know, it was Unadilla, Binghamton, Bud's Creek, uh, High Point. <clears throat> Those are basically the close ones. But we also went to Troy, Ohio one year. But <clears throat> I didn't ever – I, I was horrible at starts. No – um, I got caught in the gate at, um, that was just my own fault. I got caught in the gate at, uh, Binghamton and then finished two positions out of qualifying from stuck in the gate. And then, uh, at Bud's actually, I, um, I had a good line. I would line up all the way outside and Bud's corner at the time was up on the hill and you would come in, it would be uh, right left, like real quick. And you turn drop down this hill. Well, from all the way on the outside, everybody would bunch up inside. And I could just hold it wide open around the outside of them. And then all of a sudden, I'm inside at the next corner. So I right, ended yeah. up, like, scooping everybody up into, like, top ten. And I'm fighting with somebody. And then um, some guy, like, you know that super gnarly off camber at Bud's? Aren't at Bud's? they all super off No. Camber? Well, there's yeah. one that's literally, like. You're talking. You're thinking at the bottom of the hills. Uh, those are bad. But there's one that's actually around like 
just a total off camber hill. Like that's the whole corner. You yes. can go all the way down to the bottom and just catch a little wall, but uh, most of it's super off camber. And the dude just cut across and run into me. And I was like going into the hay bale in the inside of the corner. And I was like, I'm just going to cut to the inside of it. And they had cut this drainage ditch out. And I dropped like in this like five foot hole or something. So what the hell is that? Are you remixing this? I don't know. That was my mix right there. Cut straight across and then it went silent and then it started doing that. Whoa. So I missed your story. Sorry. That's right. You run into me. There was a drainage ditch that I fell in. And there was another time that, oh, high point. I was uh, I passed the last guy for the qualifying position. Yeah, why do we got an echo? Now? I don't know. I don't know. Can you hear that, Nate? Can you hear that, Nate? I can't hear an echo now. Hmm. I wonder if it's my um. You know what happened? We bought those conspiracy theories, and now they're shutting us down. Oh fuck! Remember when uh? What's his name was talking about the CIA and then cut out instantly last time? Yeah. Uh, at least there's probably four people watching this right now. Three, dude. Three. <laughs> I really don't know how to do Every time I look over at you, I see that hand in your background and you look like Hulk Hogan. Like looking for the crowd. The noise. Noise. You got an echo on your, your side, guys? <clears throat> yeah. 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 I put it on hold and then play again or something. All right. All right. Oh. I muted the microphone. Well, there you go. I didn't get any. Hmm. Hello? Yeah, it's my Skype yeah, it's for my some, reason all some reason all of a sudden. Yo, do you got an old Showtime yeah, helmet show on your wall, Nick? Nick's got a Showtime helmet. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I got a couple Showtimes. I got that one. I got, uh, I got the Troy with all four on it. Lift it up. We're just looking at your wall that's got paint marks. I got this one. That's not a Jeremy McGrath helmet. I almost off myself in that one. That one, that one. I slept first. I think I think it's two. I try to get it. Look at Ronnie Mac that one on accident. There you go. That's a McGrath helmet. Yeah. That one was that one was But I didn't have the money for a new helmet, so I kept bringing it. Check this, this one out. That one's signed. That one's signed. Nice. <laughs> By who, Jeremy? By who, Jeremy? I had to show yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy. He was at Red Bud. And we had that helmet and the other one. And then uh, Jeremy's like, I'm going to leave. And my dad's like, no, we got to get the, we gotta get these signed. He goes around back to the, you know, that's when they had the box man. Like, Jeremy, you got to sign these. And he did. It was cool. 
Let me call you guys right back to see if we can get rid of this um, echo. Damn echo. It's definitely my Skype though. Join call. I can hear myself talking to you. Oh really? You got the echo. Might be my phone. There you go. There you go. Fix it, Nick. Fix it, Nick. Well, I still hear an echo. I gotta hang up. I gotta echo too. I'm gonna hang up. All right, let's see if it goes away. Now let's see. No, nope, I still got an echo. Well, that's good. Well, that's good. Well, that's good for me, huh? That is very good. The problem is our audio, everybody else is going to be like, I hate you. I hate you. Uh, not you, us. I mean. So they won't hate you, they'll they just hate me. No, it's my phone, Nick. I still got an echo. I don't know what it is. Well. Uh, so what else do you have going on, Nate? Uh, Nate? Are you still doing death, right? How's that going? How's that going? Cruising around them all, man. Yeah. No complaints. So actually, I have some new stuff on the horizon. I can't really say anything, but I'm really excited about it. Excited, excited for next year and the rest of this year too. But, but yeah. So I think um, on what I've been working for for since '08 is is kind of not just instantly gonna you know pay off. I'm gonna be you know everything I wanted it to be is, but I'm just, I think I'm getting the help that, that I need and, and, you know, the right businessmen in place to help grow the brand and just get it into more people's hands and better everything, you know, just a better brand business. So, awesome. hard to do. Um, are you expanding the offerings? What's that? Are you expanding your product line? But I just really can't say anything right now. Nothing's set in stone. Nothing's been signed yet, but it's all, all in the works. So. Awesome. I'm really excited. So. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? So what a tease. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I wish I could. I wish this was this podcast was in another couple weeks. But, but yeah, I just feel like I got the right people in place and and uh, people that are as motivated as me and love the brand as much as me and, and have the same vision. So, um, yeah, it'll be good. Are you guys with, any, you guys with any distributors like Tucker Rossi or anything? Nope. No, we're just, uh, when we have our shops, like one of our first shops is uh, AEO Power Sports in uh, Peoria, Arizona. My good buddy, Jeremy Sism, runs that shop and owns it. And we still have our, you know, our key, you know, brick and mortar places, but we're mostly, mostly direct to consumer. That's what I thought, because I've never seen uh, it in anybody's catalog. In what, sorry? In anybody's catalog. Yeah, no, no, we're not going to be like a pepper Rocky or Parts Unlimited or anything. I'm really trying to figure out my echo issue. 
<laughs> That's why Nate can't hear me sometimes because he's the echo's cutting it off or something. Yeah, it's kind of spotty sometimes when you talk. Hmm. Damn it, Nate. So why don't you get yourself like a um. 2000 RM250, because I know that you were really a fan of those. Oh, dude, those things were tanks, huh? <laughs> the first time I ever saw Nate ramp to dirt IFMA, and he's got this Suzuki with that big Piper sticker on it that I was scared to death for him when he rode it. Piper performance, dude, that was the local mechanic. Piper. Yeah, that thing was yeah, clapped thing. Though, by the end of tour, and I remember you were just. Oh, dude, that thing was done. That thing was done before I put it on the chart for the start of tour, dude. <laughs> you started it up, and I'm like, he's not riding that, right? Dude, I knew it inside now. She could be alright. <laughs> oh, man, I just. Had to ride, had to go do it. I only had that very next year. I saved up enough money that year. I bought Honda the next year, two oh one CR two fifty. I was there for the last event. <laughs> the last event that year, you ghost rode all the every ramp like four times. Yeah, off the back of the lane, it was done, dude. I was I was burying that thing. You remember Olson when that ghost rode it and it go in it. Rode all the way to the base of like the hot seat where the person in first would sit, and then the whole started shoveling dirt on top of it. Oh, I was cracking up. So the thing was done. Just bury it, dude. I don't even know what I did with that thing. Like, I don't know if you can even sell a dirt bike like that. You know? It's probably not wise. It's probably not wise. Yeah, I mean, can't, not with a clear conscience. I can't remember what I did with it. But anyway, good times. 99 RM250. <laughs> went the distance, dude. It lasted. <laughs> Somebody else had a super crapped out bike. Did you say someone else had a really crapped out bike? Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy McGuire, maybe? I don't know. I remember somebody, <laughs> we finished a tour and all this, they were like, I'm not riding this either. Jimmy's weren't that. He just. Maintenance in bikes, he's never washed them and changed tires or anything. Just a good old Oklahoma boy, he didn't care. I feel like it was by Olsen. What's that? I think I think it was Olsen. He had that bike with the yellow spray painted wheels. Yeah, yeah. It looked like it had like Tonka truck wheels or something. <laughs> Alright, well, now that we got this echo. I'm just going to finish it here. Finish but it here. Uh, uh, we will have you on again, Nate. Yeah. All right. As thanks long as you'll be on. on. Yeah, thanks for being on, dude. Yeah, no worries. Well, ride safe, guys. Keep her on, too. Yeah, we won't, yeah. we won't talk about, um, talk about government conspiracy <laughs> theories next time so they don't mess our feet up. Stick to action sports. <laughs> Let's really cover the big five next time. Moto Dad. <laughs> I'm not going to Moto Dad ever.
Yeah, thank you. It's been fun. All right, later, guys. Later.